0: Inception stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Ellen Page and the basic plot of the movie is about trying to implant an idea in another person through their dreams. And So what Leonardo DiCaprio is trying to do is he's trying to enter into people's dreams. They have this new technology. And as he's trying to teach this new uh, dreamer how to enter into these dreams, he tells Ellen Page. Uh, we can enter into people's dreams, but you can't enter into my dream. And he kind of just says that arbitrarily. And so later on in the movie, she sees Leonardo DiCaprio dreaming and using this technology. So she decides to enter into his dream. And while she's in his dream, she could see him on the main floor, because there's different levels to his, his dream. And he's on there on the main floor. And he's reminiscing with his wife, whom he had lost many, many years ago. But then when he realizes that she's there, she gets into the elevator and she presses the the downstairs button. And she goes all the way into the basement, the basement of his dreams. And while she's there, she sees this room filled with broken glasses and chairs fallen over and this window open. And what we discover later on is that this was a a memory from Leonardo DiCaprio's life of a very traumatic event that happened with his wife. And so I bring up this movie because it's so profound and deep on so many levels. And it highlights two things. First, it highlights that sometimes we hide away from our pain and our shame. And so what Leonardo DiCaprio does is it's signified by having this dark memory in the basement so that nobody can see, nobody can hear. And so many of us, we, we put this pain and we hide it deep in the bottom of our hearts. But the second thing as well is that what's discovered throughout the movie is that this pain resurfaces. That basement is it's a symbol for his subconsciousness, but his other levels of his dreaming represent his consciousness, and what happens is his wife, Molly, eventually starts entering to his other levels of consciousness. And so the same way, too, even though we try to repress this pain deep in our heart, it gets triggered throughout our daily lives. You know, some of us, we can kind of get through like everything's okay. But there are moments in our days when we just feel crippled by this shame and by this pain. And it comes out in Anger in these deep insecurities that we have or this deep sadness that we experience. But the invitation for the gospel today, which Jesus gives to each and every one of us, is to allow Jesus to enter into that dark place, to enter into our shame so that he can heal us. In the gospel, we hear of the story of the adulterous woman, the woman who was caught in adultery. And you can only imagine the shame that she felt. She was caught in the act of adultery and then brought all these people. So not only did she feel shame for what she had done, she felt ashamed of how people were seeing her in that same moment. And as we heard in the gospel, the punishment for adultery was stoning, or in fact, it's the other commandments in a grave way the punishment was stoning and of course we don't do that anymore now but what God was trying to teach the people in the Old Testament was that he was trying to highlight the gravity of the sin see God was trying to highlight that when marital intimacy is engaged outside of the boundaries of marital commitment it can become destructive it can become destructive because instead of tending towards love, that can tend towards use of the person. And using a person is a grave violation of the dignity of the human person. But nonetheless, this story is a symbol of how we can run away from shame. Right? When we are confronted with our shame, we are afraid to be stoned by others. In a way, we're afraid to be we're afraid to be rejected by others if they truly saw our shame, saw our wounds, saw our pains. You see, what is shame? see, shame is a response to a pain that we have experienced. Shame is the response to pain. See, this is what Dr. Bob Shute says. He's from the John Paul II Healing Institute, and he's a psychologist. And he says that, This is how a wound, this is the anatomy of a wound. When we experience a wound, whether something that we have done or that something has been done to us, we form a belief about ourselves. And after we form this belief about ourselves, we we make certain vows, certain promises and ways of living. So for example, if I experience some great trauma or abuse, in my young life or even in my adult life, I can begin to experience this belief. And shame is a belief, the belief that I'm not worthy, that I'm not lovable. And as a result of this belief, I can make this vow that I will never trust anybody again or I will never let anybody into my heart again. Or many very different, various vows that we can make in our lives. And so what can happen is that we are so afraid to enter into our own wounds because of this deep pain, because we believe that people would reject us if they saw the truth of our hearts. But you see, Jesus is not afraid to enter into that place. See, in the gospel today, Jesus was not afraid to enter into the shame of this woman. This woman was actually being used by the scribes and the Pharisees to actually condemn Jesus. You see, Jesus was being tested by these scribes and Pharisees because if Jesus said, okay, don't stone this woman, then they would have accused him of saying, well, you're breaking the Mosaic law. But then if Jesus said, stone this woman, then he would have been accused of breaking the Roman law because capital punishment was not given to the people. But then Jesus gives that brilliant answer He says, let who is without sin throw the first stone. And so he's abiding by the Mosaic law, but setting the conditions under which someone could throw the stones, which no one else could except him. And then he does that really interesting thing where he he begins to write on the ground, on the sand. And there are different interpretations for this. The first is that he's just ignoring the scribes and the Pharisees and just writing in the sand, just doodling. Or some people say that he's writing in the sand. What he's doing is he's writing the names of those who have rejected him in fulfillment of the prophecy of Jeremiah. Or the second one, I think, which is really, or the third one, which is really interesting, is that Jesus is writing the sins of the people on the sand. But whatever the ter- interpretation is, the Pharisees realized that because of their own sinfulness, they were not in a place to judge others by stoning. And so in the same way, too, God wants to enter into our shame. And he doesn't want to write on the sand of the earth, but he wants to write on the sand of our hearts. He wants to rewrite our story. He wants to rewrite our beliefs, these false beliefs we have about ourselves. And he wants to make us anew. He wants to give us a new heart. He wants to do what the prophet Isaiah said in the first reading. Look, I am doing something new. But the only way that he can do it is if we give him permission. That's why before Jesus heals people, sometimes he asks, do you want to be healed? Because if we do not give him permission, he cannot heal us. But when we do, we can begin to experience this profound healing. There was a moment in my life many years ago before I was a priest where I felt lost where I felt that God had abandoned me, that I was alone, confused in my path. And I went into this Christian healing program, and I felt this, when I was there and I was praying, I could feel this deep pain, and this deep shame, and this deep anger well up in my heart. And the facilitator who was there was saying, what's going on, and I said, feel this, all these feelings in my heart, but I know God doesn't want to see it. He doesn't want to hear it. I'm afraid of being stoned, of exposing the shame." But then the facilitator said, let it all out. He's God. He can handle it. And for the first time in my life, I felt I could be really honest with God. And so I screamed on the top of my lungs God, where are you? You're you here, but you weren't. And here I am, all alone. And in that moment, I was just crying, I was just punching the floor, I was just angry. But in that moment, I exposed the wound. I gave God permission to enter into my shame. And because I wasn't hiding, because I was being honest, He was able to heal me. I felt this wave of peace, these tears streaming from my eyes. St. Augustine says, it's like a pillow on which my heart could rest. And some people, when they experience healing, they experience it in different ways. You know, Jesus is in them with, is in their memory healing their memory or they're receiving an insight that changes their life but for me you know God it was like God was singing to me through different songs in my life he was singing this R&B song it's like uh, I, I never knew a love like this before but it was the remix version so there's rapping in the background <laughs> it's like God are you, rap- are you a rapper? but the reason why that song was so significant because I never knew that someone could love me in my shame in my brokenness I thought everybody wanted to run away and now like Jesus in his wounds which are there are glorified wounds so in my wounds as well they are no longer a reminder of my pain and the hurt that I experienced But now the wounds and the scars that I have are a reminder of God's love and mercy in my life. And I experience freedom. And so, my brothers and sisters, as we approach the mystery and the glory of the resurrection, Jesus wants to give each and every one of us the power of the resurrection, not in the future, but now, to begin healing us now. But he wants us to enter into our shame with him. He wants to heal us because with him, we can conquer. And the place of victory is the confessional. That is the place where we expose the wound, where we expose the shame, and we allow God's grace and mercy to heal and transform us. And so, my brothers and sisters, Jesus is each asking each and every one of us today, do you want to be healed? Will you let me enter into your shame?